This is another five-star production. Young cast, last, last. Now everybody go to our breakfast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the latest and greatest episode from the Tribe Talk Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Robert. To the left of me, actually, from Parts Unknown, we have Khalil. What up? Next in, we have Stats and Research. Yo. And uh, fortunately, Clayton could not be here with us this week because he is out um, in Oregon celebrating uh, his friend Collins, who's been on the podcast for his wedding. So congrats to him. We'll see him next week. But guys... It's week one of the NFL season. Football as a whole is officially back. Are you guys excited? Yes. You're excited? Yes. Khalil, you obviously had to be excited because you saw the... Insider. You're a Dolphins insider? Now? Field, yeah. Okay. I didn't get any interviews, but I was there. You got footage. I did get footage. That's really all that matters. Uh, all right. So let's kick it off. Let's just start with the NFL. Let's start with the first game of the day. Dolphins and Pats. Khalil, you were there. You want to just give a fans a how it felt to be there for the first game of the Mike McDaniels era? Um, I don't want to call it a sold out crowd because I wasn't sure, but almost every seat in there was full. The only the only area that wasn't was the um, uh, that like premium VIP side or whatever. Oh, the the, the like seat twenty five. Yeah, the seat the seats that never sell. Nobody buys those seats. But everywhere else in the arena, with the nice with the nice uh, comfy like couches. Yeah. Why yeah. does nobody buy those seats? Are they that expensive? expensive? They're like yeah. twenty five thousand dollars a pop. Are you serious? Yes. Twenty five thousand. And with all due respect, like to watch the Dolphins play, like come, <laughs> like come on now, like if it was seats like that to like the Heat game, maybe that's something you can, you would consider. But I did not know they were twenty five thousand. Yeah, so, but other than that, I mean, it was pretty full. Um, Honestly, I think people, like, those are, like, season ticket type deals. Like, people just have them, but, you know, maybe they didn't make it out. What, for that one? Yeah, kind of like a suite. You know, you, like, have the suite. Or what if you have, like, the option of sitting there or you have, like, a suite box and then you're just going, like, eh, it's hot outside. I don't know if they offer both, but. Somebody no, probably it's has one or the other. I mean, I guess you can afford If you can afford both, why not? Yeah. I don't, right. it's not, I don't know if it's one of those things where people have those tickets and they just don't go to the games or if they're just not buying them. I'm thinking they're just not buying them because I, I never see anybody in those seats. Huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, and also for the, uh, for the most part, it was majority Dolphins fans. Uh, you had your little scatter of, of Patriots fans like it usually is for Dolphins games. You know, the road crowd tried to show up a little bit, but this time it was overwhelmingly more more Dolphins fans. Like, even in my section, there was only like maybe like two Patriots fans, so. That was pretty cool to see. Oh, it, was, it was having a rough day, them Patriots fans. Um, any takeaways that you saw in person? Because we'll tell you what we saw. Um, Tyreek Hill was open half the game, and Tua just struggled to find him, which hurt me a little bit. Um, but you're not leaving Tua on? No, no. Okay. No, 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 of course not. I told you, I'm still riding with my quarterback to otherwise. Um, the defense is still carrying this team. Okay. The defense is still better than the offense as it currently stands. But I think the offense will start to get a little bit better um, down the road. Um, a lot of uh, pre-snap motions and stuff they had going on, little trick plays and stuff like that, which, I mean, it worked against the Patriots. But, like, if you're playing the Bills, that, that shit probably not going to fly that much. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I thought the offense was, was, was pretty decent for the most part. I think majority of our shortcomings offensive-wise was just two of just having to be just a little bit better. But I have faith that he will be able to um, – 
to improve as we go through the season. So I'm not too worried. On the defensive side, did you see anything that was glaring? Because they got a lot of turnovers. Yeah, I mean, no, because, I mean, the defense has kind of always been what it is for the past couple of seasons. So it's nothing um, really surprising. Um, they're just as good as they were before. So, or at least as it currently stands, it's only been one game. So I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, and, and we played Mac Jones. So it's, not, it's nothing crazy. Um, but they, they look pretty solid um, to me as well. So. All right. Brandon? I only have one thing to say. Say what you guys say. Hashtag Waddle Up the Hill. Okay. Oh, yes. That's the name of his fantasy team. So that was a great name. And you, you kind of stole that from uh, Stranger Things, which you don't watch. But So then how could I have stolen it? You know that song is popular. You know it came from the show. Don't do that. I mean, You'd have to be living I, under a rock. I literally have was... no idea what you're talking about. Running Up the Hill? Nah, I don't know. You, never, you don't know? It's, I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. Well, to wrap up the Dolphins segment, Khalil, we have a trivia question oh, for you. Shit. I'm not since, trivia. Since, uh, since I'm pretty sure you didn't see this stat, I'm going to give you a chance to guess. Who was the last Dolphins coach to win their season opener oh. in their debut? Oh, fuck. Yeah, this was, this was a good one. It was a good one. Last Dolphins coach to win their season opener? Yes, in a debut. Who was the last one? Just know it's not good. When you hear the answer, it might make you sad. It's got to be Philbin. No, nah, it wasn't nope. Philbin. No, nope. it was not Philbin. No. Right. no. We'll give you one more guess. One more guess. Th- it's been that many coaches. We'll give you one more guess. <sighs> Dan Campbell. No. No, well, oh, no, shit. he was an interim oh, coach, so that, coach. that doesn't right, count right, either. Right. All right, we'll, give, we'll give you one more. Third time's a charm. Come on. I mean, he would kind of count. I don't think he won his opening game, though. Didn't they start like 0-4? No, he won that. That was a Texan game. He won There's that. No he, he beat oh, yeah, the Bears yeah, off he him. did. He did. There's yeah. no way Adam Case won his debut. No. No, no, no. You don't know who the man was? It's got to be further back. I'll give, 2000s? Yeah. I'll give it to you. Yes. Yeah, 2000s. 2000s. Who that? Roll Tide. Roll Tide, oh, baby. Really? <laughs> yep. Roll Nick Saban. Tide. Nick Saban was the last Dolphins coach to win the season over. So that was five Dolphins coaches. Before you get to Mike McDaniels that did not win a season over. I mean, but to be fair, majority of our season openers were against the Patriots. And, you know, Belichick kind of had our number. So Yeah, not but not all surprised. of them. Some of them you know just whose number just he doesn't down. have? Tua's. Tua's. Yes, Tua is now, what, 4-0? Yeah. All right. Tied, tied for the all-time. But I'm pretty sure we'll have all year to talk about Dolphins. Let's get into some more games. All right. The Saints beat the Falcons uh, barely 27-26. to I was a little bit surprised how competitive this game was just because I don't really – think the Saints are going to be good this year. I mean, the Falcons are going to be good this year. Yeah, but the quarterback of the Saints is just Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston had a decent game. He went 23 for 34, 269 yards, and two touchdowns. The quarterback is Jameis Winston. Now, for the Falcons, the, the best-kept secret fantasy running back secret is uh, Cordell Patterson, 22 rushing yards, 22 carries, 120 yards, and one touchdown. So he did well. And then your boy made his return. Don't you start. Don't you start. Slant boy. Mr. Three yards two, at a time. Get but the, the two touchdowns, though, that counts. And both both of them were four-yard receptions, Robert. Knock it off. doesn't matter. You got to catch the ball. You got to catch the ball. got to catch the ball. Complete the process. Think the about this. He took Get off a year, came back, and still now has, has more touchdowns than Kyle Pitts. That's not my problem. Okay. So, Kyle Pitts, boy. And and you know what? And not everybody can catch it because in that in that, uh, that I, I'm sure we'll get to it. But that Cincinnati game, they low key should have won that game. But number eighty's a pussy. So okay, Whoa. all right, okay, hey, hey. starting off strong. All right, didn't want to take the hit, man. All right, we'll get to that. All right, next game, 49ers 
Lost to the Bears. I was definitely shocked by this as I started the 49ers defense in one of my fantasy leagues. Uh, Trey Lance looked like... Bad. Like Trey Lance? Didn't look good. He doesn't look like a quarterback. He doesn't look like a quarterback? No, he just, like, bro, he he had 13 carries for 54 yards rushing. He went 13 for 28, 164 yards passing, and one interception. Not even a touchdown. 13 for 28. Yes. Mind you, the weather was bad, but I thought it would work in their favor because Chicago literally has arguably the worst offense in the league. But you know what Justin Fields has? What? A cannon. That is true. But to who, Brandon? You know what Trey to Lance who? doesn't have? What? A cannon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, the game that uh, I was most interested in during the uh, the 1 o'clock game, probably the most interesting 1 o'clock game, Steelers and Bengals. Steelers went 23 to 20. Joe Burrows uh, went 33 for 53, 338 yards, two touchdowns, and four interceptions and a fumble. Uh, I remember I told Brandon um, at halftime, or before halftime, before halftime, after Joe Burrow has already thrown like three interceptions in the first half, I was like, oh, yeah, they're probably going to win this game. And it looked like they were going to win the game. It did. And then for whatever reason, I don't know if, like, the college kicker has now, like, like a, like a disease, like, like you know, in Strange Thing, as he's, like, seeped his way into the NFL kickers because today was, like, a rough day for the kickers. Um, there was, in that game, was there, there was a miss. They had the block PAT. They had the block PAT. They had the miss. And then they had the bad. They had a bad. Yeah. So you had like three of them. It literally looked like it was going to go to a tie. Mm -hmm. But MVP Mitch (laughs) came through in the clutch. He is their starting quarterback. He is their starting quarterback. Not not small hands. Not yet. Money Mitch. Money Mitch. MVP Mitch for you. All right. He came through. They got the dub. They're out there doing the put that shit on dance in the locker room. Even got Mike Tomlin doing it. So, you know, things are, are at least for now, somewhat the looking up for. vibes are immaculate. Only thing to bring the vibes down, though, is uh, Captain America Jr., uh, he tore his, looked like he tore his pecs. So he's going to be gone either for most of the season or if not all the season. And Najee Harris is, hurt his foot. But we'll move on. Next game, we had the Eagles versus the Dan Campbell Lions, 38-35. man Campbell Lions. They lost. They ain't mad at them. Yeah, they lost. Man Campbell. Oh, or is it Tony? Uh, I was about to say Gridiron Gang. Oh, what's that shit called? Which one? Hard Knocks. No. Fucking all that extra shit to go in there and, and still lose at home. Yeah, uh, Jalen Hurts looked decent. Um, they've really got the – they ran up the score. It looked like it was going to be a blowout, and then the Lions just – Kind of came back with like a little bit of a last minute effort, but they still lost by three. Which they, which they've been doing for like the past two seasons. I feel like every week I see uh, the Lions almost won the game, but either they lost by a field goal at the end or they missed a field goal or something stupid like that. Like didn't Justin Tucker hit that like sixty five like yard 60. field goal? Field <laughs> yes. goal? And uh, it like bounced season? off the yeah yeah. Uh, well, AJ Brown in his debut with the. With the Eagles, he had 10 receptions for 155 yards, so he looked good. Um, and then DeAndre Schiff for the uh, Lions, he had 15 carries, 144 yards, and one touchdown. So, I mean, we'll see how that goes. The Eagles are projected to win their division by most people. I think you guys you guys have them winning their division, the NFC East? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So oh, Who won it last year? I think the Eagles won it last year. Oh, they don't win. Yeah, they, yeah, nobody they wins that division two years in a row. So that'll be somebody uh, else. Well. Whoa, Cowboys, whoa, whoa. it's your time. Come they on play now. I don't think it'd be the Cowboys if it's them. I think you I have think my sleeper. Yeah, I have my sleeper. Really? Too. Okay. The Revenge of Carson, comeback player of the year. Totally good. Yeah. 
It's the early. It's early. All right, next game. Uh, Ravens and Jets. Do we really need to talk about this? Pay Lamar Jackson. Or don't, because if he wants to come to Miami, I have no problem with that. But you but you're on two and on. Two and on is like of ride or die. Of course I am. But when a better quarterback enters the room, like, like what are we doing here? Okay, fair enough. Right. Th- there's a difference. The, the fans right now want to quit on Tua, but don't have an don't have another option. They don't have a backup. They don't have somebody that they can they can reach out to to say, okay, that person we can actually get that person. Tom Brady. Oh, I guess that's not happening anymore. Oh, you mean the man that's about to play in 20 minutes? Yeah, next year. I ain't talking about this year. Nah, it is well, the last year of his contract. But, yeah, well, 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 if that's the case, then that's fine. But you're gonna do it after week one. A week well, one win, we're doing the thing where the it's like, oh, uh, let's get. Let's rid be of honest. Him. The Ravens are not gonna get rid of Lamar Jackson. I think the issue is, I think he wants guaranteed, like his whole contract guaranteed. And you know, the Ravens have like more of a. We know who their ownership I, I, is. Yeah, well, we know the history of their ownership. Yeah, y'all gonna have to pay that man. I'm sorry. So there might be a little bit of a if struggle I'm here. Lamar Jackson sitting in that meeting room. I'm saying. There's a certain someone up the street that uh, that that got guaranteed money after he beat 25 bodies. I'm gonna need my guaranteed money. Thank you very much. Get out of here. And that he is very on the true. Field. That is, that is very yeah. true. Yeah. No, All right. Well, All right. next you game. Next game. The Commanders beat the Jaguars. Uh, the start of the Doug Peterson era in uh, Jacksonville uh, didn't work out the way they probably thought it would. But Carson wins. Uh, 313 yards and four touchdowns. Did throw two interceptions. But it's still a great performance by him. He, he did. He looked like he kind of a little bit looked a little bit like the old Carson Wentz. Not that crap we saw in um, last year in Indianapolis. Uh, next game, Browns and Panthers. They called this the Baker Mayfield Bowl. Revenge game. Yeah, the I mean, it wasn't really much. I, mean, I, I don't know. It got exciting at the end. It was a close game. He played well. He, well he did what he always does, not get the ball to his best player. Yeah, well, look, he did the one look, time. You're just mad. You're just mad because oh, you're, you're a Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey apologist. So that's <laughs> I was why. Talking about Robbie Anderson. <laughs> I like Robbie Anderson too. He had a hey, he had a good game. He had five receptions, hundred two yards, and touchdown. He wasn't that bad. Look, uh, Baker knows what everybody else knows. It's over for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the Browns. They had Nick Chubb and <laughs> wait, what? Oh yeah, so it's been over three years, brother. It was over three years ago. You're a hater. He almost didn't I'm play not this a hater. Week. What are you talking about? He almost didn't play this week. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Unlike JJ Watt, he does show up. He can't. Well, what? Oh, he yeah, yeah. You heard me. <laughs> it's not his fault he got like four touches. I'm just saying. I'm not talking Get him about him. Get a man the ball. Look, they, look, Baker's trying to help him out. God forbid he kept more than 10 carries in a game. That hamstring gone. Hamstring start getting tight. <laughs> All right, whatever. We're moving on. We're moving on. Okay. Uh, the first tie of the season, which actually happened in week one, the Colts and Texans. Uh, do you think the Colts I feel have like the Texans tie like once a season, dude? They didn't tie last year. I feel like I feel like they're always in a close game, though. They're like one of those te- losing teams that's like they don't just get smoked. They're competitive, but they still lose. But they actually tied today. Uh, do you feel like Khalil, that the Colts have like a for whatever reason like they get a quarterback, quarterback issues? And then they go, they get in. Like now they have Matt Ryan. He didn't play like horrible, but it wasn't like, obviously, it wasn't enough. Has it been the same since your boy Luck left? I guess they were all out of. All right. And Khalil, over and under on carries for Jonathan Taylor. No, no reaction to that. Just joke. let that okay. slide. To what? That's tough. To what? It's okay. It's the fine. It's too late now. Luck. No, no. It's too late now. No, no, no. It's too late. Don't eat. Don't. don't no. I wasn't going to laugh at it. The lucky horse. No, the whole, it, it the whole deal. This whole bit. I wasn't going to laugh at it. It doesn't matter. The reaction is too far I don't gone. care. It's too far gone. Whatever. Just keep Leave it. the giant alone. Let him rest in peace. Okay? 
Rest in peace. I mean, he's not dead. Jesus. Well, I mean, his career. He would have been dead if he kept playing. He showed up All to right. the Stanford okay. game. I don't know what you're talking That's about. That's what I'm saying. He just, he's, he's gone to Green Pastures. All right. Uh, but I was trying to say, over and under on carries for Jonathan Taylor, you think he had Diddy Khalil? I'm going to put it at 25. 35. I'll take the over. He definitely went over. Yeah, he had 31. He had, he had 31 <laughs> carries for 161 yards. Yeah, he had touchdown. Abusing that, man. Goodness gracious. All right. The, the, uh, I guess the next game, I think we're now getting into the, the 4 o'clock games. This one was entertaining to me. Um, the Giants and the Titans. Giants win by one, 21-20. Um, we saw uh, Danny Dimes get chewed out by his head coach. So how long, how many weeks do you give Danny Dimes staying the quarterback of the Giants? Who's their backup? Tyrod Taylor. Ooh, oh, I'm God. giving him five weeks then. Five weeks? Tyrod, Tyrod's a, a, I'm a surprised you gave him five. Up. I thought you'd give him like three. Two-game losing Well, they streak. won this week. Two-game so losing streak? The so if they lose next week, it's over. It's a little extens- yeah. extension. No, they won this week. That's what I'm saying. They get a little extension. But that's what I'm, I'm asking. So you still have like five weeks. No, they yeah. need, as soon as they hit a two-game losing streak, as he's out of there. All right, well, let's flip it then. How many weeks are you giving Ryan Tannehill before Malik Willis takes his job? I think he, I don't think he loses it. I don't think he loses. You don't think he loses it? He might lose it. The like after he's not the season, he's not bad enough like, to lose nah, the, lose not. the starting job. It's just I mean well you know. he wasn't the reason why they lost. He got yeah. them. He drove them down, and then uh, his kicker Bullock. Uh, well, granted, I mean half those more than half of those yards were penalty yards. But still, still got him down there. Still, that's that's what Jaron Tannehill do. I could have stood behind that huddle too. Yeah. There's gonna be uh, giving out uh, passing interference uh, penalties. That's not the point. Okay, yeah. tight ends. Tight end, uh, kicker didn't, didn't do the job. All right, next game. Well, wait, well, who and who called that horrible play? Oh, the one where the uh, um, was that the tight end end around? Yeah, I think it was, a, yeah, oh, the tight yeah, end. that was that was yes. horrible. Tight on yeah. the third and yeah. one, on third and one, yeah, as Brandon said, very uh, Adam Gase esque, yes, yes. All right, next game, uh, I guess we're gonna get into some, some beat downs here. I'm just do this one first, Chiefs and Cardinals. Chiefs won 44. Patrick Mahomes throws five touchdowns. Look like he's not really missing Tyreek Hill, at least not when he plays the Arizona Cardinals. I was going to say, when you play an overrated team. <laughs> Wait. So you think the Cardinals overrated? We've been doing the Cardinals thing. Like, already? It's like week five. one. They play, but they played the Chiefs. We've been doing the Cardinals thing for like five Can seasons. we wait till they play like the Panthers I'm sorry, I'm and lose? I'm actually lost this game because usually dog. the Cardinals start off like 3-0, 4-0 before they fall off a cliff. They actually lost their season opener. That's a shocker to me. At home, too. It's pretty bad. Like yeah. the, the Chiefs that have no wide receivers. And well, and and their defense is still boo-boo. Half this man's touchdowns were underhanded passes. He didn't like even a flip. care. He was, yeah. Just playing around with them. Look, I hope they keep winning because Patrick Mahomes is my quarterback in, in fantasy. But you know, so you're going with him. You're all the way with Mahomes this year, right? Like, Even though you have Allen going for um, that's in another league. Oh, okay. All right. I guess that counts. All right. Next game wasn't really close, even though the score wasn't as bad as the Chiefs and Cardinals. Uh, Vikings Packers. Um, Dalvin Cook, twenty carries, ninety yards. My boy Justin Jefferson. Nine receptions, 184 yards, two touchdowns. And Mr. You like that, Kirk Cousins with the two touchdowns to him. Uh, any concerns for the Packers as their receivers didn't look so great today? Yes, I'm very concerned. When have the Packers receivers ever looked great? Oh, and they at least had Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams. Okay. Uh, somebody told me, well, as somebody not. told me earlier this week, uh, Greg Jennings was, was a nice player for, for Aaron Rodgers back in the day. said that. Was that Clayton? No, it was no. Dion. Oh, that was a police. Oh, 
By the way, we should get into that. Oh, but we're well, gonna. I'm gonna save it for the Thursday game. I'm gonna save for the Thursday game. No, we'll get to that. The Thursday game. Yes, the Thursday game. That that I've. I've we skipped the oh, yeah, Thursday game. It. All right. Yeah. Um. That's um. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and let's just wrap up to for now. The last game that I have here, the Chargers beat the Raiders 24-19. A very competitive game. Uh. Didn't go the way at the end for the for the uh, Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr had some bad interceptions a little bit, especially one in the red zone, if I'm correct, to Asante Samuels Jr. That didn't look well. Threw it in the end zone. Yes, yeah, did. but all in all, Devontae Adams, he had a good game. 10 receptions, 141 yards, one touchdown. Um, do you still like the Raiders, even though they lost it to the Chargers? Well, you know, Devontae Adams is a great addition, but when your quarterback keeps throwing it to the other team, it doesn't really matter who your wide receivers are now, does it? No. Well, that's true. Uh, yeah, Khalil, yeah, do exactly. you think Devontae Adams is going to make a difference for uh, Derek Carr? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, Devontae Adams makes anybody's offense a lot better than what it is. But, I mean, defense got to show up too. Well, speaking of defense, the Chargers look like they have a pretty prime well defense with uh, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack as their pass rushers. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any? Terrifying. Do you think you're terrified? Yes. You do play them later. We do play them later on in the year. Later, later, later in the year. So, you know, we don't, we don't hope for injuries here, but, you know, maybe somebody, you know. Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. No. Just maybe feeling, uh, get a little bit of that Miami flu. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't hurt them. Or maybe a punctured lung. Yeah. Team doctor. You know, a little hangover. You know, not feeling well. But speaking of hangovers, I, did, I forgot to talk about the Thursday night game. Bills just beat the bricks off the Rams. 31-10. Uh. I don't really know how I want to start this one. I know where I want to start. All right, you can t- take it away. Just take Aaron, it away. Aaron Rodgers was phenomenal in that game. <laughs> phenomenal. Now, for the listeners there, it's an inside joke. Uh, we had a conversation with uh, one of our good friends, Dion, this week. And um, he was a little upset by the fact that, uh, that Khalil had chosen the Dolphins to make it to the Super Bowl oh, this yeah. year. So it was almost like he said he thought that was just a wild statement, but then not that later long in the conversation, he then tried to uh, explain how Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers are basically the same quarterback. (laughs) It's just that one got to play with better receivers and had better team around him. Uh, I think uh, the today's game might make you think otherwise. Although Megatron is the best, uh, better receiver than any receiver that Aaron Rodgers has ever had. Exactly. Go off, I guess. But are you a little concerned about the Rams or or Matthew Stafford, aka Aaron Rodgers? Honestly, I'm not concerned Junior. about the Rams. It's, it's, the, it's the man at quarterback I'm more concerned about. I knew who he was. He ain't fooling nobody out there. All right. I mean, I he'll, I think he'll be able to turn around and still be, you know, um, a, a pretty uh, above average, I guess you could say, quarterback. But hmm. mind you, folks, he did he not lead the league in interceptions last season? Like, like. <laughs> He what had that bad four week stretch. I was really bad. Yeah. He, was, he had like multiple so, picks. So this, this is the thing that he. It was nasty. Yeah, this is the thing that he does. This ain't nothing new uh, for him to be uh, throwing picks. I mean, he is the gunslinger, um, but I don't think it's going to get the. I mean, I still have them going to the Super Bowl, so maybe I should shut up. But um, nah, I mean, I think they'll be okay, but it I'm is something to be concerned, concerned about. Deeply concerned about the Rams. Okay. So, well, speaking of that, so overreactions now after one week, you're concerned about the Rams. Oh, that that wouldn't be where I go for my overreaction. Where is your overreaction? But I am concerned about the Rams. Okay. You know what? 
I might have the same overreaction as Khalil, so let me not do that. I'll go with the Rams. <laughs> okay. I'm very concerned about the Rams. They're off- I don't even really think it's an overreaction. Their offensive line is atrocious. Terrible. Uh, I agree. And they have no pass rush. Well, their, le- their left tackle finally retired. That, that's fine. Yes. You need a 40-year-old. <laughs> you're, you're telling me a 40-year-old left tackle was, uh, was, was keeping it all together? Yeah, basically, yeah, for the last couple of years, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's a concern to me. And then, like I said, their pass rush, not, not it. Not working, not, not, not feeling it. Aaron Donald's going to get you going, though. I mean, they don't have Khalil Mack. Not Khalil Mack, um, Von Miller. Von Miller. So he left, but I mean. Yeah, but, what he but, did. but Von Miller had, had Jordan Phillips looking like Aaron Donald. That is true. We're not going to talk about, Von, talk about and Von Miller. It was a group say. effort. El Oliver was there. It was, it was a big group effort. It wasn't just one person. Greg Russo, was a lot of people there. Yeah, they, had a, they have a really nice defensive line. Yeah, and you know who doesn't? Who? The Rams. Okay, all right. Yeah. No cool. concern for uh, Cam Akers not uh, protecting his quarterback? or Did anybody He has to protect play? himself, okay? He just got back. Oh. Okay. I, I see why they pulled his ass off the field. <laughs> they let, he let Matthew Sharp forget blown the fuck up. It was terrible. Mm-mm. Yeah, make business decisions. All right, Khalil, your overreaction. Matthew Stafford's been paid. Can't make it got paid. <laughs> uh, my overreaction? Yeah. Or any, if you have any. I mean, not really. Um, I mean, it's only the first week. I mean, but I guess that's what would be the definition of overreaction. But I think, well, I mean, I mean, is it an overreaction if I say the Dolphins should have put up 40 against the Patriots? Oh, there's overreaction. I I'm a little. I thought when the score was 17 zip at halftime, I thought they were going to like they could put up 30 at the end of the, end of the game. I'm kind of surprised that they kind of struggled at the end offensively. Yeah, they started to slow down a little bit there. But, and then yeah, um, uh, I have a reaction. Well, speaking of that game, I don't like the the Patriots offense at all. It's terrible. It's complete garbage. Really and terrible. I'm not I'm not confident that Matt Patricia is going to lead them to the promised land as offensive coordinator. What happened as their offensive coordinator? He plays. He's doing he's the play, play caller. caller. Yes, because you know Bill Belichick and now. Offensive line coach, while he has no experience coaching the offensive side. We don't know that. They we said could Google that on the broadcast. He has like no experience. They said he like has in no high college experience coaching offense. Are we really sure? I mean, I'm pretty sure he has to have something. And so what if he was like a high school coach? I mean, Joe Judge is there. He's supposed to be helping out. And you saw his offense when he was the head coach. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, oh, wait, no, hold on, hold on. He was an offensive line assistant for the Patriots in 2005. 2005 offensive <laughs> line assistant. assistant. And he was an offensive. He didn't even see the playbook. Get out of here. And he was an offensive graduate assistant at Syracuse Which from 2001 that? to 2003. So 20 years ago. Mm hmm. Okay. <laughs> Okay. He knows a little something. The Patriots will finish in the bottom eight in the league. They wow. Will have a wow. Okay, that's now a that's, a, that's a whole reaction. Top I mean, eight draft pick. It's still Bill Belichick. Actually, it's not that Top far eight off. draft pick. It's not that They far might off. want, though. Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick can't throw, go out there and throw that football. <laughs> he might call the plays now. Offensively. By the time he's done with them, you never that's know. That's going to be a fun conversation. How bad the Patriots look this no, year? In a couple years. Maybe I'll give it maybe two more seasons. We're gonna have the we're gonna revisit the Mac Jones Tua conversation. Oh, I I, yeah, I, I don't see it. a difference in them personally. I don't know why. Like I not if I'm gonna pick one, I'd probably rather have Tua personally. Even though the, even though I'm not I'm a little concerned about Tua today. I'm not concerned at all. Well, besides like him holding the, the ball and he had like two almost turnovers for like no reason. 
and like when he had like a lead, all he had to do was just like either get the first down or just hold the ball. He would have been fine. It was a little a little worrisome. Uh, but besides that, I don't really have any other overreactions besides that. Uh, maybe the next one is I don't think the Steelers are going to be good. I know they won that game. But the fact that they had they caused like five turnovers and they literally barely won. They barely won the game basically just because of some bad special team play. I'm not really that confident in them. But they'll still finish over 500. Watch. That doesn't mean they're going to make the playoffs, though. I, that don't It'll just be as mediocre. Long as, as long as, as, long as is Tomlin's streak continues. Oh, that's what we care about. Lives okay. and breathes. We're yeah. just carrying yeah, on the streaks. Got to prove a point. All right. Well, that was the NFL. Um, I would do – all right, we could do Monday night predictions. Cause I really don't, the Sunday night game, by the time y'all listen to this, it would already have happened, so I really don't care. Uh, but the Monday night game, who's playing on Monday night? Let's see. The Broncos and the Seahawks. Broncos and Seahawks. Who you got, Brandon? Who do I have? Yeah. I got the Where Broncos. Is that game? Being it's in played? Seattle. In Seattle? Yes. Damn. The line is Denver minus six and a half points. Denver six and a half? Yeah. I'll take Denver by a field goal. Oh, I think Denver's going to beat the Bricks off him. <laughs> You're funny. I'm dead ass. I mean, I have to anyway. Oh, Russell Wilson's on one of my fantasy teams. That's I have, what you need to hope for. I have a bias. But no, I actually think they'll beat the Bricks off of him. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sold a, on. I'm taking a... 23 no. to 20 victory by the by the Broncos. No, you should ride with your mans. Gino is nice. <laughs> stop it. I stopped the slander. He had a couple bad breaks last season, all right? He is all right. He will be last okay. Last season. Like his whole career. It's not his fault, man. The, sy- okay. the system tried to tried to put him down, dog. The, the, the system. Okay. You, you know what? No, fuck it. No, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm taking the Seahawks. Take a stand. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Take a stand. There you go. We're going to see. All right. All right, so we're done with the NFL. Let's move on to Saturday, college football. Brandon, how did you feel about UM versus Southern Miss? I mean, I don't think that's where we should start. No, I'm just, that's just the first one I'm going to. I just want to knock it out the way. Get okay. the homerism out the way. Okay, well, I mean, I think uh, it was a good game. Uh, they played, they, they were a rough first half start. Uh, Southern Miss has a good defense, a, a very, one of the, Top young defensive coordinators in the uh, in the country. Actually, the youngest defensive coordinator in the country, 29 years old. Um, they did a lot of things, uh, particularly up front with their uh, stunting that gave Miami some problems. Um, but uh, UM adjusted. Um, I think a lot of it was Miami kind of had a game plan. They wanted to come out and open up their passing offense a little bit. And as, as I just said, a lot of the stunting and stuff like that they did up front made it difficult on their line to hold up in pass protection. So they came out um, second half and just made the decision, we're going to run the ball down their throats. And uh, they did that. Mm. And the defense took over, made some plays. I think it was a, a, nice, a nice little win. Uh, but you got, you know, some things you got to clean up, uh, not just for next week, but moving forward. Okay. Kalu, you didn't watch the game, did you? Yes, I did. How did you feel about it? Did I watch the whole thing? You probably yes, did. I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, they the UM starts off really slow in the first half. Really slow. Really, really. It looked slow. rough. Um, which I mean that's kind of been a thing, so I'm not really surprised by that. But I feel like you got to improve on that because if you're gonna be playing Texas and them, you can't you can't be Thomas Moya. Oh, yeah, we're gonna pull off a second half comeback. You know, so on the road in College Station, that that ain't that ain't really gonna happen. So you kind of gotta get to them early, and I think they, I really do, legitimately think they could beat Texas A and M if they play. They're probably gonna have to play the perfect game though. Um, but I, 
Also, the offensive line, if it could just hold up a little bit better. Because Tyler Van Dyke is such a great quarterback. That man can throw. I like every time every time he throws throws deep. Um, you know, he he does some 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 great plays, but he doesn't have enough time to really get the ball down the field like that. So if the off front the offensive line could play a little bit better, I'd appreciate that. But other than that, I think they're okay. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get to UM in Texas later. But speaking of Texas, uh an almost upset before I get to the upsets of the week. We have Alabama just just squeezing out, just squeezing out a victory against Texas, twenty to nineteen. Bryce Young in the fourth quarter uh, looked really good, uh, made some important plays and got them past the win. He's well, a bad man. He is a bad man. He definitely going number one, right? Definitely. Not even close. You think he gets the Heisman again? Mm. I don't know if he'll be good enough offensively. So. Not that's not the re- I I. I think Alabama might lose two games. You think Alabama's going to use two, two games this year? They don't look good. You're not feeling you them. just barely equal out against Texas. They don't look good. Well, they just well, – even though they – Their running game has kind of struggled a bit so far. And then, the real, I, honestly, the biggest thing I think that's causing them problems with their offense is they don't have the speed that they usually – They, they don't have all the first-round receivers and name the man that they used to have. They have a couple injuries, though. It's not I, – I wouldn't say first-round receivers because they have the talent. Like, a lot of those dudes over there are talented. Um, but they're used to having guys with speed, and they can get them the ball and, you know, in the – Because they're already magically open. Routes and, the, and, the, and they can get the yards after catch. But the guys – like, the guys that they're playing right now don't really have the speed. They do have a freshman, uh, Isaiah Bond, who, ha- who has – that dude is a – blazer but he actually had a big drop in that game and you know, I, I don't think they went back to him but well, well they eked it uh eked it out do you guys think uh i'm gonna do the cl- classic cliche you think texas is back they lost to alabama they lost. So clearly, no. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to moral victories there's, there's no, no moral such victories. thing what do you mean there's no such thing? What am I watching? Jesus Christ. All right, we are watching, just for a clarification, we are watching the the Bucks and uh, Cowboys God, game. They didn't give him my coaching job. Okay, and so Brandon's dissing. Yeah. dissing. Who are you dissing? Kellen Moore. Okay. That was his play call right there. Let it go. All right, let's stay on track. So Texas is not back. Of course not. All uh, right. You're not going to talk about that. You didn't watch that game, did you? Which game? The Tex- uh, Alabama-Texas. No, nah, I was I was watching oh, like UM game. Yeah, no, you missed the controversy. What was the controversy? Oh, the, uh, the fucking safety the that never safety, happened. And then, and it then, then, well, it wasn't actually a safety. It wasn't actually a safety because he wasn't but down, no. he had like, he landed the ball. He landed on, it was one of those you try and tackle him. He like lands on the guy. So he's mm-hmm. not down. And then he like but throws he it away. It. But he threw it away and it was like clearly intentional grounding. And they yeah. didn't call it. I think there was another controversial play that happened in that game, but I don't remember. For Texas and uh, Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. That that wasn't but you really game. got them losing two games? Huh? Who are the two games? What? You said you have Alabama losing two games this year. Oh. Um, I got to look at their schedule. They don't play. You Georgia. just feel like they're going to lose two games. Uh, they they don't look good, man. They can drop. Let's I mean, it's see. week two. I got you right here. I got their schedule. Sometimes you got to get into it and strive. Arkansas, Arkansas. That's that. I'd be concerned there. Uh, mm. Tennessee didn't look. That could be an upset, but that L- Lane Lane ain't getting it done, buddy. You don't, you don't got it. What are you talking about? They don't play Lane. Actually, they do. But Lane is Ole Miss, dude. Oh fuck. Tennessee is Josh Heupel. Oh, all right. That's my fault. Um. Then they have, I mean, Mississippi State's whatever. 
Um, they'll probably beat the brakes off LSU. That might be a 40-point loss. Um, that was a rough game to watch Ole Miss on could Monday. get them, too. I mean, I'd be concerned. Look, they need to get it together. Like, they have some time. They got Louisiana, Louisiana Monroe, and then they get Vandy the next couple weeks. So maybe they can, like, get things back into gear. But if they're not going – if they if they are not – if they don't get their shit together by, by week five where they play Arkansas, Arkansas will beat them. You only got one then. I told you, I think Tennessee could get them too. We'll, we'll see, see about Texas A and M because I think they could get it. I mean, I think they uh, could get. I mean, their biggest problem Texas Texas A and M's biggest problem is they don't have a quarterback. But you know, well, and I think Lane can get them too. Okay. Well, speaking of Texas A and M, and then of course they have the Iron Bowl. Or put the phone down. I don't care about the Iron Bowl. Nobody cares about the Iron Bowl. Nobody. Uh, they care what about if the it's Iron Bowl in Alabama. Or something? What if they're not in this sponsored by like Allstate or some shit? Or the Iron Bowl? Who the fuck is this sponsored by? I don't know. It's not the Iron Bowl is what they call their that's the their rivalry, rivalry game with with Auburn. Yeah, but sometimes somebody sponsors it. I don't think so. That's uh, just a game. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, in other news, I was about to get the upsets. Uh I guess this team is uh is for real. I didn't think they were. Appalachia State. They took down number six, Texas A&M, 17 to 14. Full disclosure, I did not watch this game. You, like I said, missed, you missed a great game. I did not watch I most of the games because I was, a little, I was a little busy with stuff. Um, but I was very surprised when I saw Appalachian State <laughs> beat Texas A&M. I thought last week was in College Station. In College Station. I thought it was aberration. I didn't think, uh, I didn't think that they were actually this good of a team. No, oh, they are. Uh, so They're not like. That the, the emphasis there is team, not on talent. But yeah, they execute well. The sum of their parts are better than the individuals. They just went out and they executed their game. But you know how they beat them? Huh. Uh, Appalachian State ran 82 plays in that game. Texas A&M ran 38. Oh, so they just they just controlled the clock. They out they had they won the time of possession battle like 41 to 19. Yep, that'll do it. I mean, but still, like Texas ain't know them. Like, and then they, and then also like, they couldn't. So okay, I will. You know what? I'll get into that later because it's part of my part of your uh, pregame. Your pregame. Give Texas A&M's uh, a break. You know, they don't have the talent like the other schools do because they don't pay for their players. Come on now. <laughs> it's all about you know yeah, honest yeah. recruiting. Come on. I guess Jimbo was right. He was alive. All right. The other games. Uh, they run out of patience with Jimbo, by the way. Just letting you know. All right. Ohio that's State. The one they got to put on a uh, uh, fire fire watch. Yeah, he might be getting on the hot seat soon. All right. Let's just, we'll we'll get to people getting fired later. But Ohio. <laughs> Why not? You're talking about upsets. You might as well just go right into it. All right. Well, the next upset is cold world for the frost, man. I'm not going to do that one yet. No, nah, let's do it. <laughs> no. Let's talk about it. Come on. You right. won't do it. I will. Go for it. Fuck it. Let's just go for it, dog. Let's <laughs> give a big time shout out to the Sun Belt Conference because not only did they go into Texas A&M and beat the Aggies, but the pride of the Sun Belt, Georgia Southern, went to Nebraska and put up 45 points. On Scott Frost and that Bobo defense. <laughs> it was beautiful. And then, but it's okay. What's your beef with Scott Frost? It's okay because guess He's what? a hometown guy. Oh, hold on. I will tell you my beef with Scott Frost. All right, but, but it's okay because you know what? 
you know what? They put up 45, but Nebraska was hanging with them. Bucket for bucket. Bucket for bucket. Bucket for bucket. <laughs> they had a chance at the end. And with that special teams coordinator that they made Scott Frost hired, missed the field goal <laughs> to tie. Yeah. So it was a setup. That's what you're telling me. Inside I will tell job. you. Inside job. I got you right now, bro. You want to you hear this? I got you. I will tell you my beef with Scott Frost with a quick little freezing cold take said segment. Go ahead. Just get it quick off. One. Quick get one. it off, buddy. I don't know because I really try to figure out. I know it hasn't gone the way it's supposed to go over there in Nebraska, but damn. like, Here we go. This is brought to you by a Mr. Oh, actually, Fox Sports commentator Tim Brando. He said this back on September 3rd, 2018. Quote, Scott Frost is built for success, and I'm going to tell you he will win multiple national titles at Nebraska. Wait, what? Your pardon? He, will, he will be competing for a Big Ten title within three years, and he could be the, the, the next generation's Nick Saban. Wait. The next Nick Saban. So then your beef is with, with, with the reporter. Not yeah, with Scott that's Frost. not Scott Frost. No, my beef is with Scott Frost. He didn't say those things about himself. You know who Scott Frost, you know how Scott Frost got this job? Oh. Uh, Do you know where he was before this? Yes. Yeah, that fake national title team. They weren't fake. It was, it was No, a- they crowned <laughs> themselves national titles. They, but they, they actually were good. They went undefeated. Come on, and they UCF? gave themselves a national <laughs> title. If you want to. Look, sometimes you have to. They won. Why they can't do that? They thought they were the best team in college football that year. Got to crown yourself. Crown, yeah. You're not going to wait for, for Dennis Green to crown your ass. Come on, now. Sir. <laughs> the coach of the national championship <laughs> winning. UCF Knights was like 15 and 30 at the Power 5 level. Your coach is a fraud. You're a fraud. By the way, I don't think since that national title, I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. I I didn't look this up before to confirm, but I, I believe I've heard UCF has not beaten a ranked team since. Woof. That was like five years ago. Well, you know, it's 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 unfortunate. Um, I don't know why they had to fire him. From what I hear, they could have waited to fire him a couple more weeks and save some money. He couldn't have been you know, that bad. Oh, oh, I got you this tweet. I got you this tweet. All right, I saw this. I don't even need to look it up. I remember this one. You know how much money Scott Frost made per game at Nebraska? How much? Eight hundred thousand dollars. You know how much they paid Georgia Southern to show up and play that game? One point four. One point four million dollars. They paid two point three million dollars to get the brakes beat off. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they had to let him go. Imagine paying somebody to show up and beat your ass. You know what? It's funny you said that because we could go into the next game. The team that paid one point five million dollars to let. Marshall, also of the Sun Belt Conference, come in there and beat them. No, we're not. Come on, man. Look, the Fighting Irish, you know, they're under their everybody. But everybody loved their new new head coach, though, allegedly. I actually do like Marcus Freeman. Everybody loves Freeman. But you know what? You know what? He coached Notre Dame. He apparently can't coach. (laughs) He's the first first Notre Dame coach in history to lose his first three games. Who gets fired first, Brian Kelly or Marcus Freeman? I'm just going for it now. Since we're talking about people getting fired. 
Oh, they'll fire. They'll fire Marcus Freeman first. He's black. That's uh, also true. They'll fire. They might fire him after this year. I won't even lie. Man, with the eyes, nah, he, he ain't gonna. He looked rough out there on Monday. They're paying him a hundred million dollars. That is true. Got to get your money worth. Just need a scandal. That's all. That's true. We saw him with John true. Gruden. Come on now. Uh, uh, you said scandal. Yes. I said something different. All right. The next upset. I Brandon. I'm, I hope you watch this game. BYU <laughs> took out Baylor. I did. Twenty six to twenty. Which didn't one didn't somebody here say BYU uh, Baylor was gonna make it to the playoffs? I believe that was Clayton. Oh, well, he's not here to defend himself. Okay. But I could be wrong. Did I have Baylor? Going? I think somebody had like a, was a I little bit I, high on I Baylor. I, I believe Desmond Baylor. Howard had Baylor in Desmond his Desmond Howard four. definitely. But did. Somebody then like put Baylor on their list, and I was just like, why are we doing this? Well, yeah, they they lost to BYU, who had, by the way was down their top two receivers. They got depth. Apparently. I didn't know anybody on their team. That that was wrong. That was rough. I don't see any other. Well, take that back. I was about to say I didn't see any other upsets. And then I looked at it and I what remembered. Yes, I know. I know. I know. This one you were very happy about. I, I, I enjoyed every bit of this game. Oh, I don't know this one. Kentucky, 20th ranked oh, team in the country. Into the swamp. And you know what? I'm excited about this one because you know what? You know what? Yes, I am a Miami fan. And you know what? You would think I hate Florida. I don't really hate them like that because y'all are scared. Y'all don't play us. You, you like to play Ooh. us every 10 years. It's fine. Ooh. That's actually not a lie. That is true. It is Florida who doesn't want to play Miami. Um, they're Florida is the one who stopped playing Miami every year. Hmm. Um, but that's fine. It is what it is. You know, you're in the SEC. You're you're doing you're doing your thing over there. That's nice. But um, I really enjoyed seeing this because after that week one performance against Utah, which was a good game, big win, you guys were out here crowning Anthony Richardson, who threw for like 170 yards in that game, by the way. Um, the Heisman favorite, and then you ran into Kentucky. And the man, I think he threw for like, I don't even remember. I don't want to say something wild, but he didn't throw for that. I think he threw for like maybe 150 yards on like less than 50% completion percentage. And then I believe he ran for like four yards and threw a nasty pick six. Just disgusting. Totally atrocious. They were looking good last week, though. They 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 had they got the upset win they against Utah. Good. First things first, they did not they, 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 they did not look, look good. good. They won the game. game. They won a game that people some they people won, didn't expect them to win. But they did not look good. First things first, you are in the SEC, sir. If you let some Pac-12 school, I don't care what they're ranked, come into your house, you need to be the favorite. I yeah, don't care. Yeah, he threw for 143 yards, 14 to 35, 143 yards, Ooh. two picks. Worse than I thought. Worse than I thought. I literally thought I, I thought it was like just under fifty. Yeah, he attempted yeah, he attempted to rush six times, only got four yards. Nailed that one. Total. Down. Yeah, not good. Not, not good, good at all. Not good. All right. Well, Florida, we'll see you soon. Uh, Utah though did make a no, nice we little. Won't. We'll see him in like three years when I'll, they play I'll, us again. I'm not talking about them. I was talking about us playing them. I was thinking in general. Those they'll rear their ugly head later on in the year. They always do. Yeah, they got a. They got a. They still got to go play um, Georgia. Yeah, so we'll see about that. Uh, Utah, though, they did win 73-7. to They made a nice little comeback. Against who? So Utah Southern or something. Southern Utah. Southern so, yeah. Utah, yeah. In-state in, in, in game. Yeah. All right, but continuing with the upsets, 
as you mentioned, Tennessee beat Pittsburgh 34-27. to That was actually a great game, if any of you watched it. I didn't it. get to see that one. That was a phenomenal game, back and forth. Very unfortunate for Pitt, by the way, because they lost their quarterback. He got hurt, and then they had the backup, and the backup got hurt too, but he kept playing. But the backup was basically playing like the second half on one leg. It was a very, very valiant effort. It was, it was a nice game. It was back and forth. I believe it went to overtime. Yes, it did. It did. Yeah, it went to And overtime. that's how Tennessee very, got the win. Very exciting. All right. Busted and coverage. They won on a busted coverage. And the last, uh, the last upset of the weekend, a little disappointing here, uh, Washington <laughs> State beats 19th-ranked Wisconsin. I did not watch that at all. I did not watch that, that either. That game, I actually did not. By the way, that is not the last upset, by the way. What is the last upset? Um, well, I'm I'll looking, tell I'm you after. Looking, um, I oh, not, wait, I see. Yeah, I see. I didn't watch this game. Um, I don't I don't care to watch Wisconsin. <laughs> I just don't. You don't like this style of football? It's boring. Fair enough. It's college football. You know, I'll see some excitement. It's right. 14 points. The last game we're going to go over for college football, Texas Tech. Beat Houston, twenty fifth ranked. Tough break. Thirty three to thirty. I'm assuming you saw this one. No, I didn't watch it. Okay. I, I saw yeah. like the highlights of this game, but I I didn't watch it. I was watching uh, Tennessee. Khalil, did you watch this game? No, I did <laughs> see that random white dude that was standing on the field. Um, oh, during the game. Doing what? That was funny. Um, I forgot. I what don't think it was. was. I think it was that the Florida game. No. It wasn't that game. I don't know what game it was. What was he doing? It might have been Pitt, Tennessee. It was one of these games. Some random white dude just, just comes out of the stands. Stand, <laughs> like, literally standing at, like, the 15-yard line. Just they ran ha- a play and everything. Hands in his pocket, Nobody taking it all in. <laughs> Like was, he wasn't running, he didn't. No, nope, he just, just, just standing there. Wasn't like hopped out the stands, just walked out to like the fifteen yard just line in the middle of the field. His it, hands were in his what pocket. Was his, what was his attire? He was wearing a yellow shirt. shirt. I think it might have been in the regular shirt. Did people think he was like a staff member? Maybe no, I, nobody. Bro, nobody knows. But he no, was just standing there, he just, just chilling. Then like the cop came up to him and be like, "Yo, you gotta get out of here." <laughs> and he was like, "Unhand me!" Yeah, you he got upset and kind of like, yeah, he was obviously drunk, but I mean, it was just strange. Like he was just standing there, just <laughs> chilling. Like where the fuck was the security? I Somebody got fired. Somebody awesome. had to get fired. There's awesome. no way. He was on. He was standing on that field for like a good 30 seconds before somebody realized what was going on. Oh, uh, boy. Sometimes you just never. I don't know. I always wonder how that happens. Like, I just don't even know. Like, at least even with the protesters in the basketball uh, in the playoffs, at least they bought the tickets. They were. I see how they got close. The t- I mean, he probably bought his ticket, too. But, you know. Yeah, but he came out the stands. Like, that man. He was four, in, like, the Four or five Bud Lights. Yeah, like, come know? on. <laughs> you, start, you start thinking crazy things. I don't know. All right, well, let's get on. Let's preview next week's game. Uh, it's going to be very important for us, uh, you and brethren. Miami class. I'm guessing at College one, Station. This one you'll be at home for? 13. Me? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay. All right, we'll be at Twin Peaks, right? Oh, you will? Yeah, I'm going to go to Both Peaks. of you? Well, I don't know why. I'll, pro- I'll probably go. I don't see why not. Why would I care? He can't. Hey, shit get ugly. This It's a five-minute drive from my house. I go right home. Nah, <laughs> you going to the Pines, Twin Peaks. Oh, shit, we are going to the Pines, Twin Peaks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, worst case scenario, it's a 10-minute drive from my mama's. Me. Worst case, I can go home. I'm a big kid. <laughs> I ain't got to put up with it. With the, or, you, or you can stay for the scenic yeah, I'm view. Gonna have, I'm going to have the neutral <laughs> uniform anyway, so they're not going to know who I'm rooting for. We even could have a neutral uniform. It's t- it's Miami versus Texas A&M. I know, but I'm not gonna wear my UM gear. I told you I only only have a shirt and it's double XL. Oh, I did say I was gonna get UM gear for that game. 
I'll play it by ear. We'll see how I feel. I might invest a you advisor though. We'll see. Can I get like a keychain? Does that work? If I get the little keychain lanyard? No, that doesn't work. What if I buy socks? It has to be something you actually wear. Gotta be something. If you're gonna wear socks, then gotta be visible. You have to wear shorts. Gotta be. I don't want to wear. I don't like. Well, then what's the point of wearing the socks if you're not gonna uh, not not uh, not gonna show? It's like secret. You know, it's like disguise. No, you You can't be a fan in secret. Either you're not gonna openly support it, or you're gonna. I support my people openly. Come on now. Stay home. It's all about the you. How dare you? I just don't. Five players on their team. I could, but I don't really feel like doing that right now. But no, I, I probably could, but I just don't feel like doing that. But I, I do support the U. I don't. But let's get to the preview because I like to wrap this up. Miami at Texas A&M. Brandon, take it away. We got a big time matchup. Well, not as big time as it should have been because Texas A&M can't hold their water. But that's okay. Uh oh. Thir- a top twenty-five clash. Thirteenth ranked Miami versus number twenty-four Texas A&M. Now. I'm going to tell you right off rip. The Texas A&M team that we saw this weekend. It's not going to be the team we're going to play. That is not going to be the team we play. This is their revenge game. They got to make up for for last week. I would be very shocked if Texas A&M looks anything like that team that played Appalachian State. I'll say that on the front end. Now, as for the keys to the game, I think this is very simple. I think this is a game that's built for Mario Cristobal style to win um he likes to run the football um be very aggressive in the trenches and i think for miami the number one key quite honestly i think number one two and three got to run the football effectively Mm -hmm. i need you got to be able to to and i'm not talking i don't need nothing crazy like i don't need you to average like 10 yards a pop give me three four yards each time and basically, like Texas, like uh, Appalachian State did, just run that football. They ran, I think, they ran for 181 yards in that game, Appalachian State, for like three and a half yards per carry. Mm-hmm. You can give me that. Um, that'll go, I think that'll get you like 75% of the way there uh, to beating Texas A&M. Uh, secondly, I think you got to... They have a lot of uh, inexperience on that team. They play a lot of freshmen on both sides of the ball. Um, you saw that come up at several points in the App State game. Their quarterback, Haynes King, I believe he might be like a redshirt sophomore. I think he's been around for a while, but he's he's only started like four games or something. Or he's played in four. I don't think he started four. He's played in like four games. He hasn't play, played a whole ton of football um, at the college level. Um, and then you're looking at the defensive side of the ball. They play a lot of uh, that, that heralded freshman class, um, particularly on the defensive line. They play a lot of those guys. Shamar Stewart. Um, I cannot remember how to pronounce his first name, but I believe his last name is Adele. Uh, he was a five-star recruit as well. They play a lot of those uh, freshmen on both sides of the ball. Evan Stewart is their top receiver. Uh, did he pick that off? No, he dropped it. Um, Evan Stewart is their top receiver. He's a freshman as well. Dude is super talented, but he had a big fumble um, in that game against App State. So I think there's an opportunity. Miami will be the more experienced team, and I think if they can, if they can just put pressure on those young guys of Texas A&M to make plays, put pressure on those on those young uh, linemen 
uh, defensive linemen to make sure they're getting their assignments, they're filling those gaps, and and you know preventing Miami from getting that three, four, five, six yards each time. Um, I think that that's something. I, I, if I'm Miami, I'm going to be looking to test. Uh, and then lastly, I think my, Miami's got to win the turnover battle. Uh, you, you're going on the road. You're playing an SEC team. I think Miami needs to to force. You know, obviously, you want to have a clean game, no no turnovers, and and I think Miami needs to force at least two mm. turnovers to to win the game. All right. So, who do you have winning the game? I'm assuming you have Miami. You have nothing to add. Um, I mean, I don't know shit about college football. That's fine. <laughs> He's that's just fine. starting. He still, you know, um, no, that's fine. If I do. No, I do any, agree. I any do questions? Agree. I do agree that they do need to run the ball um, more. That's when they started becoming successful in the last game. Yeah, I mean, I, I was vaguely watching because I was playing video games at the time, shamefully. <laughs> but I felt like they weren't running the ball as much in the first half. They weren't. Like I said, they were trying to. <laughs> they're really yeah. trying to open up the passing game because that's not really what they. They didn't really mm-hmm. do that against Bethune Cookman. And that's kind of the reason why they were kind of sluggish in that first half. But they came out the second half running the ball, and that's where they started becoming successful, and the game started to get a little out of hand there. So I agree they definitely should run the ball more, um, not necessarily panic under pressure. Now, that crowd, I feel like, definitely could be an issue. Um, but if they can get through that, um, I think they have a legitimate chance to um, to to win. I mean, would it be considered an upset at this point if they're ranked higher than them? No, it wouldn't. Well, I guess technically it would because I believe I mean, Texas A&M is favored by a touchdown. Okay, got it, got but, it, got it. So I guess technically it would be an upset. Mm-hmm. But if you look, you know, it depends. What do you? What do you? What but do you my my biggest at? concern is they're going to be coming off of this upset loss at home, and they're going to be basically saying like, "Yeah, we're not putting up with the bullshit." Like we they're going to make this as like the take care of business type game. Um, which could put us in a tight spot, but uh, I mean, I think I think Miami still has a chance to win it. Well, the interesting I'm looking to see. I I don't believe Texas A&M will be the same team. I mm-hmm. think they will come out and they will play better. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I am interested to see is one. I it's funny when I look at I look at that game. I don't think Texas A&M played like. I don't. I can't. I can't sit there and say they played. Like awful. Their defense wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Their defense was terrible. Um, but like even still, like they allowed they allowed seventeen points. Like that'll get you the job done most of the time. Their offense wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I do not think their defense played that well. I think the biggest problem that Texas A and M had was Appalachian State just executed. Mm-hmm. Like they came out, they had a game plan. We're gonna run the ball. I mean, every time if you looked at that game, you watch that game. First and second down, they ran the ball. They got three. They they got three, four yards each time. They're in third and two, and then they you know they either run or throw for it. Like it mm-hmm. give them options, and that gave Texas a and problems. Like they executed their game plan, and I think that's that's similar to what Miami will need to do, whatever their game plan is. And, I, and like I said, knowing Mario Cristobal, I'm sure it would look fairly similar to what App State did. Um, you just got to come out and execute. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, my, what I'm looking to see is Texas A&M as a team. I think you're going to learn a lot about them, particularly about their, like their whole operation like as a program, like what – are those guys, what are those guys there for? Are they there for each other or are they there for a check? 
Good. What check, Brandon? They're not that getting paid. What are you talking about? They're there because they love College Station. Yes. That's what it's all about. They've they always wanted to tradition. be an Aggie. Yeah. Yeah. That's why their assistant coach said all those people pay a lot of money for y'all to come here. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. Well, that wasn't supposed to be on camera. <laughs> yeah, somebody, 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 somebody shouldn't have put that on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was a mess. I believe that was their defensive line coach who said that too, by the way. The one who's, you know, his unit was the one that was out here getting punked all game. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I think you'll you'll learn a lot about them. Um, I think, look, I really think that that's something, and I wouldn't be surprised to see something, uh, a decent exodus from that unit uh, in the next couple years. Mm Um particularly if they don't, you know, make it to a, a playoff or, or even, like, one of the premier, more premier bowl games. Um, I just I, – I, I, that's something I, I'm curious to see um, just because they, they didn't really – they just didn't play inspired football. No. They, they didn't play inspired. And, you know, fine, like, you get upset, but it just – I didn't see a team that looked – like they were upset that like they, they really were, wanted to yeah like i didn't see i didn't see anybody come and be like yo like let's get this together or like yeah. i didn't really see any of that and i'm not saying that that you know maybe they just don't have those kinds of personalities like i'm not a texas a&m fan so i have no idea but i just i didn't i didn't see a team that was that was necessarily i didn't see a team app state was a team mm-hmm I didn't see a team from Texas. I mean, maybe they had an off day, and like I said, I do anticipate that they will be much better. Um, but, you know, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see what they're made of and, and why they're there, because even if they play much better, if, if, like I said, if Miami comes out and, and gives them some problems or similar, you know, Miami comes out there and they're running the ball and they're, they're doing a lot of the same things that, that frustrated A&M that App State did, you know, you'll, you'll really see what this team is about. And I think they, they should be – A&M as a program uh, should be highly motivated to not just perform better, but quite frankly, beat the brakes off Miami just because a lot of local talent from uh, the Miami area is expected to be in Texas A&M's recruiting section for that game. Um, The five-star wide receiver, Hakeem Williams from Stranahan, is expected to be there. Uh, Josiah Trader, uh, Miami Central. He's a 2024 recruit. Um, he's expected to be there. He's actually said that, uh, you know, they ask him about, like, visits and stuff, like, do you plan on seeing Miami? He actually said, I do. I know I will see Miami because I'm going to be there at the Texas A&M game in the A&M recruiting section. Um, but, you know, he's there as A&M's guest, not Miami's. So he he did say he will get to he plans on getting to a game so don't be too down Khalil. Miami's actually running second in that uh, they mm, they're that that's a, like a Miami Ohio State battle mm-hmm. it's it's kind of 1A 1B kind of thing like they're both running neck and neck mm. so don't be too down um but yeah they should be highly motivated and that's the kind of thing that I'm looking to see from them because if it's a if it's if it's just like a a coach and booster driven operation that they're running over there, then the players won't care. They don't care. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
But for example, like Miami, what I'm looking for out of Miami, number one, forget the result. I want to see Miami come out there, compete, play hard. Mm-hmm because that's something they haven't done in these games. And it, from, at least from what you hear, when you hear the players talk, um, and even some of the recruits, like the kids committed to their, their current class talk, they're bought into Mario, they're bought into the way they do things, and they're bought into bringing Miami back to the level they've been in the past. Mm-hmm. And so I anticipate that those players obviously know that some of these local kids um, that are they probably played with, played against, they're probably even friends are are I'm in the watching. yeah are in the A and M recruiting section watching. Mm-hmm. And there's even one of them, uh, particularly from that 22 class, Shamar Stewart was the number one player in the state of Florida. It was a Miami A and M battle. He chose to play for A and M. I will be watching. I want to be watching in those trenches very closely. Um, to see, you know, those linemen, you know, if they get a, a big pancake block or stuff like that on him, like those are the kinds of things, if you're bought into this, to the program, if the players are bought into the program and it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a partnership, like yes, the, the boosters and the coaches, they, they have their part, but it's the players as well. You could see, you know, that's the kind of thing that can give you that extra motivation and, and really help bring energy. And so... That's really what I'm looking to see out of Miami. Robert, any comments, concerns? He's not a young fan. He doesn't care. I'm going with the. I'm going with the. I'm just. But they're playing Texas A&M. I don't think. I don't. I don't don't think they're going to win the game. But I'm rooting for them. They got to beat a ranked opponent at some point, right? You want my official prediction? Go for it. Texas A&M will win. From what I've watched out of these two games from Miami. They're linebackers. Not good enough. And they particularly, they've shown some improvement in the run game, but they are not good enough in coverage. And those cornerbacks, definitely not good enough. DJ Ivy, I've had it. I've watched you play for six years. I don't need to see any more. I don't need to see any more. I didn't want to say that about DJ Look, but and I feel that last bad. game, I was just like, "What is happening out there, dude?" And I, just I don't understand. I feel really bad because this man's mother literally went on Twitter and was like, "I'm out of here on Twitter because I see how." Oh, actually, it wasn't him; it was somebody else's mom, I think. Um, I see how y'all be talking about number eight, and which is DJ Ivy, and I don't. I you know, Lord knows when you know y'all might start start talking about my baby that way, and look, I feel really bad. Uh, you know, but, shorty, but, but you don't feel that bad. But but the boy can't play. I've watched it. He can't play, man. Like he's like, just. I understand yeah. that Twitter can be cruel and stuff like that, but the man cannot play. Like, like so, knock it off. Some like, of the, some of the he things was poorly that, coached before. No, he wasn't. He's just not good enough. He's just he's, he's just, too slow. Like that's the problem. He's like terribly. He's slow. just slow. He like literally he plays when he plays. Look, they use him and he'll often guard. Um. The, for some reason, the fastest guy on the team. Like I watched him play. Um, who was their? Co- who was the Josh Downs in the North Carolina game? Josh Downs. Oh my God! Over and over and over again, just giving it to him. And it's like I don't know if it's 
I don't know if he, it's the lack of effort or if he's just legitimately slow. But when no, I he's watch just the not, replay, he's just, not he's just not getting over there. He's just not getting there. I, I don't understand. I Look, to his credit, I don't think it's a lack of technique. Mm-hmm. Like his technique is fairly good. Like I, I, He's not like a lead or anything, but like his technique's not really like a problem. He has the length and everything like that. Um, he he's just he's just too slow. He's he's just too slow, and that that's that's really what it comes down to. Um, and I think now look, we'll see how it goes because Mario has acknowledged um, that the linebacker play isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And prior to the Southern Miss game, he said that the him and him and uh, Kevin Steele, the coaching staff, they're doing everything they can to get Wesley Besaint who is their freshman linebacker, prize of the class, uh, their last recruiting class, ready to play because they know that he has a lot of the skill sets um, and the attributes that they need um, out of that position. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. I do think they have other guys, like Caleb Johnson is another one who who hasn't really, like, he hasn't started and he hasn't um, really even played a whole ton after they raved about him. Uh, they basically said he was their best linebacker um, through fall camp. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. But um, they have guys that I think, look, Caleb Johnson and Wesley Besaint linebacking core, I, I mean, I don't think that's perfect, mostly because of Caleb Johnson. But I think that's better than what you have now. And I think, I think that's quite frankly would be, if that was what they were rolling with, I wouldn't really be as concerned about linebacker. Um, and then... Those cornerbacks, I do think they have an- they have answers at cornerback too um, over DJ Ivy, but they have at least to this point t- decided not to go in that direction. Um, so that's really my concern, and that's I I don't have any reason to think that they're gonna do anything different based on like snap counts from the first two weeks. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Texas A&M. All right, Kalu, who you got? Oh, I'm taking Miami. Fuck it, why not, right? Got, right I don't have a, uh, a particular score or anything like that, but this is like a prove it type of game, um, and I think I think they'll I think they'll prove it, especially uh, with Mario Cristobal. I want to see actually him actually flex his coaching ability because I mean the past two games, like you don't I mean not not that you know not that the, our opponents weren't good or nothing like that, but it's not like you had they, to they really do anything. Good wild to beat them you know what i mean no you just showed you up. just simply just had to execute what you were trying to do and you'd beat them but in terms of texas a&m on the road college station like show me that you can do something with this offense um so but i, I i'll take miami all right well like i said i'll be rooting for miami but i probably if i was a betting man i'd probably take texas a&m just because i don't think they're gonna lose two games in a row at college station then somebody getting fired good chance so well, they're already some of the fans are already calling for uh, Jimbo's job. Oh, and the Florida after they State. did all of that to get Jimbo, they're already ready to just. Well, oh, I have a stat for you. You wanted me to come up with a stat. Yeah, what you got? I for got me? you. I know this off the top of my head. Through their through his first fifty games at at uh, Texas A and M, Kevin Sumlin. You remember that era, Kevin Sumlin? You know what his record was through the first fifty games? What? Thirty six and fourteen. Okay. Oh, I think you said that's uh, the stat. What was, did, what, what's Jimbo got? 35 and 15. So it's an improvement. No, it's not. So what do you mean? That's not an improvement, sir. Look, I mean, look, Jimbo, Jimbo's a good coach. Okay. 
he's a good coach. He's not obviously he's not like a bad coach. You know, just maybe he might have might have got blinded by the money. As they as what money? This is what a uh, <laughs> don't, don't, no, actually that, that was money. This he is what like a, a Texas A and M fan said. What? I don't have the tweet in front of me, but I remember enough of it to paraphrase. Jimbo is a good coach, not an elite coach, who had an elite quarterback in twenty thirteen and won a national championship. They had talent. That team was stacked up. Jimbo is nothing without an elite quarterback. Mm, I mean, you said for a lot of people. And then they also How's have How's Dabo tech. looking these days? They ha- well, he just got paid, so I'm sure he's fine. We'll see about Dabo. All right. Um, you going to say something else? Um, there was a, some, some takes on Texas A&M. Uh, they, they believe that Jimbo needs to uh, give up the play calling. Mm, okay. Miami is six point dogs, by the way, to Texas A and M. Okay, that's not bad. Then. That's not the bad line. That's the line right now. All right. Well, I mean, but they're basing off of that last game, and I like well, they just, opened as seven and a half point dogs. Oh, well, after their game, yeah. Wow. After okay. their game ended, they were seven and a half point dogs. It'd be really hard to lose like two games at home. Really hard. Um, but. We'll see you next week. We'll talk about that. Well, um, any final thoughts, Brandon? Um, no, not really. I mean, I'm I'm very excited to have a football back. The Dolphins look good. Um, Tua Tua didn't look. He did some like ridiculous stuff, but a lot of things. Not it wasn't perfect, but it was a good performance. Um, hopefully, he can continue to build and improve. Um, same thing for the Hurricanes. They look they look good. Um, you know, slow start, but they made the adjustments and then they dominated something that they have not done um, in the past. So I was very happy and pleased to see that. I hope they can also continue to build um, and improve as a team and, and keep it rolling. All right. Khalil, final thoughts? Shout out to Max Verstappen for oh, winning the Italian Grand Prix in such a weird way because – uh, Daniel Ricardo's car fucking broke down in the middle of the road with like five laps to go and he just oh, safety yeah, card through the nasty. finish. That Nobody raced. Everybody in the stands were upset. They started booing and shit. Yeah, that was um, sick. But if Max Verstappen wins the next two races, he will lock in the Drivers' Championship for this season. So, we're rooting for him. Um, football is back. Fully back. Uh, Dolphins look okay for now. We'll see what happens when we play the Bills. I'm not gonna lie, that defense line of the Bills is pretty scary. Yeah, nah, damn, pretty the damn Patriots scary. are brutal, bro. But um, they released Lynn Bowden after the game. What? Yeah. <laughs> they said, oh, that playbook he gave us. He wasn't hitting. What are you talking about? He's not even. They should know. They know Lynn Bowden has a problem like reading playbooks, right? It's probably even got cut. No shit, really? Yeah, yeah, he, he has a problem that. grasping playbooks. Oh, so the one that they gave him was cooked, man. That was the old playbook. That ain't the that ain't the real. That's like yeah, like that was one of his issues. Uh so yeah. Um, good luck with that. Fight the power as always. I think that's all I got. That's dirty though, I ain't gonna lie. That's quick. They used it for that one game was like yeah, he, this ain't working. He even get on the flight, dude, like, oh wait, you still got a place down here? Just just stay just stay. Yeah, bro, don't don't come we'll, 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 will you PSU back your stuff? You good. <laughs> that's crazy uh all right uh yes with time you're listening to this uh the day before today 
it was 9-11 to um RIP to all those people that lost their lives in 9-11. Never forget. Um, also, starting this week, uh, we you will start to see us making some announcements. So make sure you check out our Instagram as we will have some announcements. As we have told you, we will be uh, making some changes to the show in real time. Um, but we will be back next week as usual uh, on our regular time. You gotta do the. You gotta do the. Uh, the what? The, uh, the Clayton. The you know. It's how many days? No, 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 no. It is September eleventh, two thousand and twenty-two, and we're not doing it. Okay. I like it. By Leave way, it alone. I have I have one more stat for you. What you got for if me? You don't mind. I think this, going, this, is, this is phenomenal. Okay. Texas A&M has signed more five-star recruits in 2022, eight, than App State has signed top 1,000 recruits in the last four years. Six. Holy shit! That's a big talent discrepancy. Oh, well, like no, that is the legitimate definition of we just came here for the money. That's what it sounded like to me. Sometimes it's not about um, Jims and Joes. It's about X's and O's, and obviously it's not working over there, Texas. That's we making jokes now. We might get cooked next week. Lord have mercy. Ah, who cares? You know, we we it's the UN man. Come on, we're gonna stand strong. All right. All, all, all uh, fourteen of the people that were in the stands at the fucking Southern Miss game. That shit made my heart. It was Southern Miss and it was hot. Come I on, know, but it, it made at me least like, now it was on, like man. November. Yeah, I could have said some, it's hot. Don't, don't man, you was a, you would have went. You can go. Khalil. You can buy. You can afford those tickets. They're not that expensive. I don't know how to get them. <laughs> Khalil, I can help you. And I watch another college game. Uh, uh, you going to on your phone? I, I, we were on a podcast here. I gotta watch uh, all the games. You know what? You just said you didn't watch some of the games. You was busy doing other stuff. I vaguely watched. I was you could have. All right. Don't fall for the propaganda. All right. Even when Miami go, was you good, go, nobody you showed up. You want to go there on games. Saturday and Sunday? I can't do back to backs like that. They don't pay me to do this. You're stuff. washed. Can't do back to backs anymore. You pay me. I'll be there on Friday too. Bad Bunny concert the weekend. I'll be there on Friday too. <laughs> I ain't going there sitting in that sun for free. Not back to back. You crazy? Well, you just got to sit on the right side. By the way, speaking of the sitting in the sun, you saw the Southern Miss coach. Ooh, he was ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, that back man was swimming. <laughs> Even Belichick today. Hey, the, no, the, hey, the, hey, no. I want to give a shout out to the Southern Miss coach. I think your name is like, what was it? Something Hall. Will Hall, I believe. Bro was out there dying. Looked like he just came out the pool with that back sweat. But you know what? Had the tie on and everything. But he didn't loosen that tie. Not one time. <laughs> not one time did Best he loosen that tie. I'm not going to lie. When I saw him, the first, you know the first person I thought of. Al Gold. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> Speaking of which. Al Golden, the defensive coordinator of Notre Dame. All right, let's go. We can wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the latest episode from Tribe Talk Podcast. We will see y'all next week. We are out. This has been another five-star production. Hunter Rex and all does, it ain't no folding me. Ain't no puppet, ain't with nobody controlling me. I go LeBron when it's crunch time, it ain't no holding me. Got a Maybach Ben truck, I'm trying to buy one. I told her shawty just let bygones be bygones.